My name's Rob Forrest. I'm a student in the MCIT or Masters in Computer Information Technology program here at Northern Arizona University. Within this podcast, I hope to provide an overview on some of the aspects of large-scale information systems within businesses as part of this mastery assignment. Today, we're going to explore such topics as business processes in information systems, types of information systems, importance of big data, business intelligence, and analytics. Businesses often rely on the use of large-scale information systems as a way to unify their workforce under similar platforms. By doing so, they promote ease of collaboration amongst employees and in turn allow for better productivity and fluidity of data processing. Consider, for instance, you might have a Windows phone, but a, a Apple Mac computer. Uh, you will often experience certain difficulties when copying information between the two. By having a collaborated system internally, you're able to navigate past those kind of issues. So what are information systems? In Bourgeois' book, Information Systems for Business and Beyond, he defines an information system as being the study of complementary networks of hardware and software that people and organizations use to collect, filter, process, create, and distribute data. Information systems have only existed for around 60 years, with businesses in the 1960s utilizing telex machines to communicate internally from anywhere in the world. This was due to computers being out of reach for many businesses, with the average computer costing around $120,000 at the time. Over the decades, information systems have grown massively in both complexity, availability, and affordability. Within businesses, there are certain types of processes which need to occur in order for a business to run effectively. Each of these processes or tasks need to be handled in different orders for the business to run and make money. Some of these tasks will be time sensitive and require real-time processing, while others can be processed in batches. A simple way of considering how best to process each task is to take into account the necessity, priority, and impact that it will have on the business. For example, imagine you're buying an item at a store. The cashier rings up the order, but the system runs off a batch process, which means that five customers will be needed to submit the order before the system will submit them for processing. Such a way of managing processes would be ineffective for a business and would no doubt lose customers, which is why tasks of this nature through TPS or transactional processing systems will be conducted in real time. There are three main categories which these processes can be broken down into. The first is operational processes. These relate to a business's primary process such as labor, raw equipment and money and have impacts on things such as final products or customer satisfaction. The second is supporting processes, which often handle internal company processes such as payroll, and it enables staff to take vacations and for managers to see who is available on any given day and who isn't. These processes provide value for the company, but not necessarily in a monetary form. Third and finally, management processes. These help upper management plan and review how the company is or isn't performing. Systems available to executives will allow them to generate reports and plan where to take the business in the future. We'll now look at types of information systems. For each of these business processes, there are layered systems within an organization that handle all of the tasks required. As a result of time and changes in needs, enterprise resource planning systems were born. ERP came out of necessity for businesses to centralize their systems 
to promote uniformity among systems, which in turn enables them to become more effective at processing data. When thinking of ERP systems, there are also a number of subsystems which exist. These include transaction processing systems, like we discussed earlier, which enable businesses to bill and invoice clients. Further up the business hierarchy, knowledge management systems enable businesses to share information amongst themselves with policy pages or FAQs set by managers. Managers will also have access to systems such as decision support systems or DSS. These systems provide support and predictions to complex situations which have a direct impact on the business. By utilising a decision support system, it allows the business to automate a lot of the more mundane and simple tasks, in turn saving time for employees. At the top level of business, executives will have access to executive support systems or management information systems. These provide company insights within a dashboard and allow for the visual analysis of things such as profit tracking, staffing levels, customer purchasing trends and more. In this section, we're going to touch briefly on the concept of big, big data. Big data is vital for a company to be able to expertly navigate, clean and process big data tranches in order to provide key information about customers, individuals or groups to those generating the decisions on how to focus company time. Big data is defined by Jim Riley, a business teacher, as the process of collecting and analysing large data sets from traditional and digital sources to identify trends and patterns that can be used in decision making. As more people use technology, buy things, use services such as contactless travel cards and so on, it all adds to tranches of data which companies can use to discover trends or correlations within consumer habits. Three key principles of big data are its volume, velocity and variety. These three Vs have many additions generated by other scholars, but at its bare bones, these are the most integral. Volume equates quite simply to how much data there is. The larger the amount, the more issues a business may face in terms of processing and storage. Velocity relates to how quickly data is captured, whether it's in real time or in batches. And finally, variety refers to the different types of data within a data set. One pot of data could include multiple file types from JPEGs, PDFs, CSVs, Word documents, text files, videos, and more. Obtaining such huge amounts of data produces difficulties not only in processing, but also in the ethical handling of it, but this will be covered in a later podcast. I hope this has been a useful insight into large scale information systems within business. I hope to see you on the next one. Thank you.